Welcome to Kevin Kev Talking Sports. I am Kev. And I am 2023 Kev. Happy New Year, my man. Happy New Year and happy one year anniversary. Happy one year anniversary. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. That was on my list mm. of things to talk about. We have we've made it through a whole year, Kev, and done at least one of these pretty much every week, didn't we? I think even some weeks we did multiple. So yeah, we're uh I'm pretty proud of that. You know, we did it. We we did what we said we were gonna do. Yeah. I am more proud of our resilience than I am of our picks <laughs> lately, of uh, quite frankly. But um yeah. heck yeah, man. I am I wouldn't say I didn't expect us to do it, but uh you kind of look back, it's a long haul. It wasn't always easy to get these things out. Uh, week to week, but we did it. This is actually our 56th episode. Dang. As we record. So, and, and we, we're almost exactly on our one year anniversary. So, we, we've got a lot of exciting things coming up in the new year. So, I want to thank our legion of loyal fans and listeners who've been with us from day one. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, we'll keep adding to the legion as the year. The new year goes along, but um, follow us on Twitter at Kevin Kev Sports and tune in for the live stream on Twitch, which is at K&K Picks. We got to get back on that live stream. We did miss it this week yeah, for reasons to be mentioned shortly, but um, <laughs> we, we do have a lot of fun with that live stream. In the new year, we are planning to expand our platform we're looking at new technologies we've already kind of tinkered with a few things on the live stream we're looking to expand into youtube you it's gonna be a big year for the old kevin kev i'm kind of looking forward to the old wrap-up show like uh, looking back and see what we got right and wrong that'll be fun but not today. We're still in the middle. Yeah, not not today. Not today. We got to forge ahead today. But um, I guess the other big news, Kev, the uh, the old Kevin Kev road trip. You. We were down in Orlando at the Cheez It Bowl. What'd you think of that, man? Ah, uh, Prince Chedward was there and uh, put on a good show for us. The old Knowles beat the Suitors, which was fun. Had a yeah. good old time. We yeah, saw well, Chedward was definitely the highlight. Prince Chedward stole the show, but uh, yeah, the Knowles stole the show, really. Oh man, that was a that was a great game, great time. Yeah, good to fun. see the Knowles get. You know, we're we're not all the way back yet. Got to pump the brakes just a little bit, but we're getting pretty close. I mean, ten win season, knocked off a couple of SEC teams this year. I think next year, man, ex expectations are high. I would say the next step is knock off Clemson. You know. Get yourself back in the the ACC hunt, and then the playoff is not far beyond that, you know. Yeah, uh, next game up is going to be at the same stadium, right? Whew. It's kind of crazy, right? Knowles play LSU in Camping World Stadium in <clears throat> early September, so that'll be fun. Yeah, maybe we'll be there for that. We'll do an, do another uh, Kevin Kev road trip. And it, and it was uh, pretty cool because we were there. You were there with your son, and then uh, we met up with KMac. He had his son. Yep. And they're about the same age. So that was, and they're all, they're big into the Knowles. And uh, 
yeah, we all had we all had a great time. So it was fun. that that was a lot of fun. K Mac, friend of the show from uh, Comic Books and Cold Ones, probably be hearing a little bit more from him on our show in the not too distant future. I hope so. We've got another week of NFL picks to throw out there, Kev. We we continue to survive. I think that is our mm. our greatest uh, testament right now. We're 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 doing it. We're putting ourselves out there week after week. How'd we do last week? Another frustrating two and three week. That's that's unfortunate. Um, we had we actually got screwed by the Eagles. You know that Eagles getting five and a half looked like the lock of the century. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, and then the craziest <clears throat> things happened for us to lose by a half point. So I don't know. Frustrating. We've had more of our share of those than we have the gone the other way where we covered with luck. So actually, the only one I can think of all year was when the Jets covered against the Bills with a late safety and field goal to cover by a point. So right, is that? Dallas Eagles game is that the worst beat of the year for us I mean we, mm-hmm. we've had a lot of picks where just inexplicable things happened you know we've talked about how we pick some you know good teams and they just have a terrible game or we pick bad teams and suddenly they look like world beaters but the the play itself I yeah, thought it was- the end of that Eagles game was the just the worst I mean they're up by seven late and we're getting five and a half points right that's well, five and a half is a tough number. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I have to say that that being considered two and three ended up feeling better than the, you know, the weekend was so miserable. We got a little bit back on Monday night, but um, yeah. So, so where are we on the season? We need, we need a couple of good weeks here to get us back. Uh, yeah. We're, uh, we've, put, we've got 80, 80 games that we've picked uh, out of 90 total for the, for the contest. Record stands at 33 wins, 43 losses, and four ties. Ooh. So if we go 10 and 0, we could we could tie it up. We could we could get back to, to 500. Well let, let's the, do that, Kev. Let us yeah. get back with a five and 0 week. We're due. What do we like this week? Packers, baby. Packers minus three against the old Vikings. Are we Packers. really going with Aaron Rodgers and the, the cheese heads at this juncture in the season? Yeah, Rodgers has been hot. He's got his guys the way he wants them now. You know, they're playing good ball. Defense is playing really well. I don't think the Vikings have a whole lot to play for. I mean, they're going to play their starters, but technically they could still end up with the one seed somehow if they if they win out. But uh, now they already lost to the Eagles, so they have that game out of hand thing. Mm-hmm. So they they would they would need a lot of luck to get the number one seed. And you know, dome team on the road. I'm only given three. Like I thought it would be higher than this. Honestly, I really thought the uh, Packers were going to be given four or five. So yeah, just, just three. I mean, at worst we, I think we push, but uh, you know, I like the way the Packers are playing ball right now. So I, I want to take them as my pick of the week this week. Well, I'm with you. You know, it is kind of strange because the Packers have been so kind of up and down throughout the year. There were obviously growing pains with the, the young wide receivers, Aaron Rodgers being his kind of, you know, mopey, pesky self, they are starting to find things here late in the year, and they have everything to to keep playing for. Much as we might be tempted to, you really don't want to bet against Aaron Rodgers at this point in the season with with everything on the line for them. And I think you're right, you know, the Vikings, I, I think they'll put in a good effort. I mean, you know, it's not like they're going to throw in the towel here, but been playing a lot of close games anyway you know as as good as their record is they never really 
stomp on anybody. So I figure the game will be close and um yeah, I think they'll uh, think they'll find a way to get it done. Yeah, it's going to be super close. I think it's going to be one of those games that could could go to overtime and we might just be biting our nails hoping for the touchdown to cover, but uh I like the Packers to uh end the Vikings streak. I mean, they've won like 11 one-score games this year. It's crazy. Which I know. Is, you know it is probably a sign of a really good team actually, but yeah. Nobody's perfect. Like, you know, they're going to lose a game and this is the one. All right. I like it. Well, let's uh, so that's one game in the books. Let's let's do a little trivia. You want um you want me to throw out a trivia question or Sure. I can do mine or you can do yours. You you do yours. I think that's the way we've been doing it. All right. I'm I'm going to throw out I've got some Cheez-It Bowl trivia. <laughs> okay. How many Cheez-Its fit in the giant bowl that rolled onto the field at the end of the game. Wait, boxes now, of Cheez-Its or total Cheez-Its? Individual Cheez-Its. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. Um, So I, I've got a number of different um, bits Wait. of che- Cheez-It bowl trivia. Yeah? Oh, I was going to answer. Okay, go ahead. How many Cheez-Its, Kev? What do you think? Uh, 211,615. Mm! You're really close on that one. Really? 6.4 billion cheeses. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> you were right there. So here's the trivia question. All right. I want you to name all of the previous titles of the Cheese It Bowl oh. bowl game. Okay. So this bowl game, there have been almost as many different names of the bowl game as there are Cheese It's in the giant bowl at the end <laughs> of the game. I see. So uh, let's let's see how many of those different um, titles you can name. And then I've got some other, you know, sort of game related trivia that'll be kind of fun related to the old Seminoles. But I like it. I like it. Okay. All right. Let's see what you can do with that. Okay. Back to the picks, right? Yes, sir. Your turn. Let's go. I am going to throw need winners. out my... We need winners. We need winners. So this one's a winner, uh, a lock of the century. My pick of the week. I'm going back to my Steelers. Ooh, I like it's, it. It's that time of year, Kev. You know what time yeah. of year it is? It's winning it, time. It is Mike Tomlin finding a way time. It's amazing. Our big theme at the end of the season last year mm-hmm. when we started doing this show and uh, we rode the Steelers as they, you know, finished out the year a year ago. The scenario is virtually the same, right? I mean, it's here crazy. they are. Hovering yeah. around 500. They're trying to keep Tomlin's streak alive. They're not looking great, but they're just kind of scraping by and getting it done every week. And now they get a division game against the Ravens. So the Steelers are four and one in their last five. The only loss was to the Ravens. So I'm not sure they're going to win this game, but these division in that division, the games are always close man it's always a a field goal game one way or another right and so you're getting two points with the Steelers could the Ravens win this thing by a field goal late yeah but I think if you're getting points in that division the Steelers have been finding a little something here and again Tomlin is just not going to let them go down without a fight they're still technically in the playoff hunt granted a million things have to go their way but first and foremost they have to win they're, they're going to find a way here. I mean, they might wind up losing this thing by a point, but they're going to they're going to find a way. It's going to be super close. So I like the Steelers getting two. Yeah, no, totally. I'm I'm down with you. And I 
saw this game on the schedule coming up this week, I thought, oh man, you know, Steelers, this is, it's everything you just said and, and then some, it's just so, it just, it's so perfect for the Steelers to win this game and have an eight and eight record going into the final week again. Yep. One thing that concerns me is, you know, Pickett seems to turn it over a little bit and the Ravens are a little bit opportunistic on defense, but I think having had the last game in such recent proximity and it was Huntley at quarterback, I think the Steelers have his number now. Like, I don't think the Steelers or the Ravens are going to score more than like 10 points. Yeah. And, and I think the Steelers are going to get 14. It's going to be like a 14-10 game or maybe 17-16 one way or the other. Right. Most. Like, it's going to be a – I would go under on whatever the total is here. Give me the two points. It's going to be that close of a game, although I think the Steelers are just going to win it outright. And I think this, I think Najee's going to have a decent game uh, and look for Pickens to, you know, keep doing what he's been doing. So, yeah, Steelers I mean, kind of just... found a little formula here. I think they're going to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not flashy. It doesn't look great necessarily. They just sort of grind their way and, yeah. and get it done, uh, you know, at the end. I think the Steelers are in a good spot here. Getting to give me the Steelers. Go Steelers. Yeah. You got uh, you got trivia for me? I do. Mine's going to be pretty straightforward in the in the spirit of how your son usually asks questions. Uh let's start off by let's see you can name the current passing yardage leader in the NFL this year. Okay. Is it Goff? Uh no. Is it Mahomes? It is Mahomes. Okay, I was I was thinking Mahomes, and then I thought, you know, that that would yeah. be too too straightforward. Yeah, yeah, I was just trying to set up the baseline for this. So this would be Mahomes' first time leading the NFL in passing yards. Hmm. It's basically a lot because he's got forty seven hundred, and second place has forty two hundred. Okay. So my question is, <clears throat> there hasn't been a, a player who led the league in yardage back to back since 2016 so can you name the passing yardage leaders in the nfl for the past six seasons oh okay mahomes first time leading the nfl in passing yards i thought that was worth commenting on so who did it the last five or six years before him and he's always in the top three or four he just hasn't won it okay i'll give it a stab all right some Sounds names good. some names that have passed on in our minds and some other names that just keep lingering around so yeah yeah, I think I've I've got some guesses. So, uh, all right. Well, why don't we do another pick then? We've got the the Packers giving three is your pick of the week. The Steelers getting two is my pick of the week. So, who's next? All right, I'm going to go with what I know, and that is the Texans and Jaguars in the AFC South. Uh, this game is being played in Houston. Uh, Jaguars have almost nothing on the line this week, although technically. If they win this game and tie the Titans in week 18, they would win the division. So there's a little bit to play for. Doug Peterson has said he's starting all of his guys. There's no such thing as an unimportant football game. So he plans to win this game. Now, they haven't beaten the Texans in like five years on the road or at home. Wow. So <laughs> it's just an incredible streak that we're on. You can't beat the Texans. Texans are playing good football, especially on defense. Uh, they're getting four points here. And the Jags are 0-3 as favorites this year. Hmm. All of those things lead me to believe that the Texans are the correct choice this week. It's going to be close. Of course, I'm rooting for my Jags to win, but uh, I can see it happening where they are tied at halftime or maybe they're even in the lead in the third quarter and they start resting some guys maybe. I, you know, I don't know how hard they're going to play for this win. It's mm -hmm. not worth it on some level to – 
you know, stress out your, your roster and tire yourself out for the Titans who will already have a 10 game or a 10 day rest period coming up. So yeah. I just think the Texans are going to fight like heck, which they have been doing. They love their coach and it wouldn't surprise me if they win this game. So I'm, I'm going to hmm. take the four points of the Texans and another, another low scoring game, 20 to 17 kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that all sounds good. You know, I, I'm pretty much deferring to you on this one because the, the Jags are your team. You know them inside and out. Mm-hmm. I think all of that makes sense. We have observed and picked with or against both of these teams a bunch, you know, over the last six to seven weeks. So, you know, one thing I have seen is the Texans playing teams close, even though it feels like, you know, they're the dregs of the league and they're kind of out of everything. But, man, they're playing teams close. They've been covering a lot of these kind of big spreads. This one's only four points. But, yeah, maybe they do it again. They hang in there and lose 21 to 20 or 23 to 20, or maybe they win the thing. Yeah, maybe. It wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me. Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, let's get to our cheese it bowl trivia mm-hmm. i've actually got some other aspects of this that i'm more interested in but the the question i asked you is if you can name all of the previous titles of this bowl game any idea how many different titles it's had over the years oh gosh i would i mean i i can think of one <laughs> okay probably a few are gonna i'm gonna throw out some names that i think make sense Sometimes these bowl games change. You don't realize which one it was before. So That's right. Uh, I'm ready to throw out some names if you're ready to catch them. Bring it. Citrus Bowl. No. No? <laughs> right? The Blockbuster Bowl. Yes. Okay, I knew that one. Uh, how about the Tangerine Bowl? Yeah. Oh, see, I was guessing there. How about, how about the some kind of Tropicana Orange Juice Bowl? Uh, no. <laughs> How about the Orange Blossom Bowl? That sounds like a nice bowl. The Mockingbird yeah. Bowl. No, no, no. Well, let's let's talk like sponsors. All of the other ones are like you know, it's the Cheese It Bowl oh. now. Oh, okay, Camping World Bowl. Yeah, that that was the previous one. Okay. How about the Hyundai Bowl? No, but that's a good one. You want me to run down the list? Yeah. This this bowl has had eight different names. Wow. In just over 20 years. So it started as the Blockbuster Bowl. Yeah. So you're good on that one. Yeah. Then it was the CarQuest Bowl. Oh. Then the Micron PC Bowl. Then the Tangerine Bowl, which you got. Mm -hmm. Then I thought you might get these because they they do stand out in my mind. The Champ Sports Bowl. Oh, yeah. And the Russell Athletic Bowl. Oh, okay. And then it was the Camping World Bowl and the Cheez-It Bowl. All of which is just to say, I'm not a huge fan of these just mm. sponsor named bowls. And the whole cheese it thing, as much as we kind of joke about it, good lord. I mean, <laughs> that was pretty, pretty damn hokey and weird. weird. And and, and the irony of ironies, Kev, as I kept saying, we could not find a cheese it in that stadium. No, you'd think they'd just be passing them out at every corner, but I thought it was going to be raining cheese. It's from the sky. We couldn't find. I I wanted so badly to eat a cheese it while we were there. You couldn't find <laughs> it. Right. They probably had a run on cheeses at the local Kroger's. That's right. That's right. After, after the, the game, game was over. So so let me ask you some some more questions of interest to us. So do you know what FSU's record is 
in the cheese it slash blockbuster whatever you want to call it bowl gosh I, th I know we played in the blockbuster way back in like the 80s or early 90s i'm mm -hmm. pretty sure i was i'll say we're like four and two or something like that we are four and oh four and oh <laughs> in the cheese it bowl okay including uh the big win the other day so you mentioned we played do you remember the very first blockbuster bowl i think i do was it was it penn state or something like that or it was penn state and yes who won, who won? Uh -huh. oh well we had to have won if we're four and oh we won was it 90 it was it 88 or 89 it was 90 the first one 90, was in 90 90 and do you remember the mvp of the game I'm going to go Peter Tom Willis. Ooh, it's a good guess. I have Went a feeling your... he was a little before that era. But uh, the MVP was your friend and mine, Amp Lee. Oh, Amp Lee. How did he run that day? Amp, he had 107 total yards and two touchdowns. Go Amp. To win the MVP. So the other two, we played Wisconsin in 2008 and just stomped them 42 to 13. Yes. And then we played Notre Dame in 2011. I think you actually mentioned, like, you remembered that one because you talked about it, I think. Yeah. We beat them 18 to 14. Huh. And one final quick just little note here. By knocking off Oklahoma, we relegated them to their first losing season since? 1998. 98. I knew that one. Another once proud program. Falls below 500. Thank goodness we needed that. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad it's them and not us. But anyway, there's some nice trivia. It's, it's a good good feeling to be talking some positive bowl vibes for the Knowles. Absolutely. That was fun. It was super fun to watch the Knowles win. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's get back to some picks, right? We got a couple more to go. I think I'm up on this one. So I am going to put out the Commanders. Ooh. who are given two points against the Browns. And it's kind of funny because, you know, the, the commanders I mentioned way back in the off season. And as the year was getting started, I always hate picking the commanders because they're one of those teams. I just never seem to get those games right. And they're one of those teams. They're always around 500. We talked, I think four or five years in a row, they've won like seven games. They're right in that same zone again, but they've been playing good ball. I mean, you know, they're, Defense has been solid. Offense has been good enough. I do have a little worry about Carson Wentz, but it's not like he's always awful. I think he's perfectly capable of producing a decent game. To me, it's more about the Browns, and they've just been floundering. I mean, I think we we kind of expected that there would be a little bit of rust with Deshaun coming back. We talked about it, right? When Deshaun came back, everybody was saying, oh, he's back now. The team's going to just dominate. But – we weren't so sure that the Browns were suddenly going to, you know, magically be awesome with him at the helm. And he's been really uh, rusty. Mm -hmm. I just think it was a good matchup for the commanders. I mean, you got a quarterback who's kind of struggling against a really good defense commanders playing well, they still have um, playoff aspirations to play for. So, you know, they're only given two points here. I like the commanders. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Wentz because this is a huge deal in this game. We're going with a guy that's been benched earlier this year, but I think it's the right thing for them to do because their offensive weapons are are there for the 
for the using it. And just Heineke mm-hmm. wasn't getting them the ball. He's a he's a great scrapper and game manager kind of guy. But I think Wentz is the kind of guy that gives them the opportunity to blow somebody out. Now, the Browns have been playing good defense, but like you said, Deshaun has been super rusty. I just don't see them getting it together on the road necessarily this week. What are they, two and two since he's been back? So yeah. nothing special there. What? How many points are we given here? Two. Two, yeah. So, I mean, it's basically win and you're, you're good. Commanders have, I think Chase Young came back last or No, he's come back this week. Yeah, yeah, so he's back. Yep. He's back, yeah. So, I mean, they can stop the run and, and the, the Chubb running game has been stifled lately. I, I would be surprised if it reinvented itself all of a sudden this week against the, the Redskins. But I, yeah. I made that the kiss of death last week when I said that about the Lions against the Panthers. So 300 yards rushing. Oh, my God. I'm never yeah, going to live that one crazy. down. I don't see it happening. I think the commanders actually win this one handily. So, yeah, um, and give themselves a chance at the playoffs in the final week. So. I love I love the commanders here. Even though we got screwed by them a couple weeks ago, they're still a good team. Yeah, and generally speaking, we've done fairly well picking the the command the commanders yeah. and the Browns are two teams we've actually done well. Yeah, that's true. Compared to some other team, you know, the Jags and some others, we have not been as good. But um, I feel I feel good about that one. All right, let's lock in the commanders. There you go, lock it in. All Ready right, so um, yeah. We've got one more pick to go, and we've got some trivia to talk about. So, yeah, so you asked about passing leaders. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yeah. say this is unfair, but I, I do think we've talked about this before because some names are coming to mind. Yeah, and um, I figured it would. That's fine. You know, it's good to keep yeah, these and, things in perspective. And I know Deshaun led the league in passing maybe mm-hmm. two years ago because we we talked about that when he was coming back, I think. It doesn't really stand out in your mind, right? But I think that was two seasons ago he led the, the league, right? So he was you on are, there. You are correct. He he edged out Mahomes that year by 83 yards. That, that was 2020. Yeah, so that was 2020. Yeah, I'm not certain, but, you know, the, the back-to-back MVP, Rodgers, I would suspect he won the MVP twice. So did he lead it last year? He did not. Uh, Rodgers oh, right. was, was – uh, he was ninth last year. <laughs> Ninth. Wow. Um, I don't remember exactly how far back we're going here, but I think Big Ben is on the list somewhere in that 15, 16, 17 range. Let me double check. Yeah, he's on the list. He's one of those six. You got to get the year. He was it. Was he was it 16? Nope. 17? Nope. (laughs) 18? 18. He beat. He, He beat out Mahomes by less than 30 yards. Okay. So Mahomes, Mahomes, like I said, Mahomes is in the mix every year, but this will be yeah, the first yeah. one he actually won. But all these yeah, other guys barely that. edged him out. Um, what what about um? Well, I'll come back to that. What about Tom Brady? Brady's on the list. Let's do seventeen. Seventeen. He uh he won the passing title by sixty yards over Philip Rivers. And then we've got uh, we got Jameis, right? Was Jameis? Jameis was mm-hmm. the one I was hoping you'd remember. That, that's a good one. Was he in 21? No, 19. 19. Okay. Jameis is 19. That was the famous 30 touchdown and 30 interception year. Yeah. Okay. So I need 21. I need last year. Right. Oh, oh, it was Brady. It was Brady. Because, yeah, he passed for like 5,000 yards or something last year, right? Right, right. Brady uh, Brady had 2017 (laughs) and 2021. 
And I stopped yeah. it the year before that because Breeze had the two prior to that. So that's the last guy to do it back to back. So I figured going back before that, actually, he did it three in a row. He did 2014, 15, and 16. Yeah. And he barely lost to Peyton Manning in 2013. So, you know, we're all those guys that we were used to for a decade or more are almost all gone now. But Brady's still hanging around. All right. Good stuff. Well, why don't we um, head towards the finish line here? We got one pick to go. You want to throw in our last one? Yeah, we had a struggle, right? We had about three or four games that we wanted to put in as our fifth pick. So I think we've settled on an important game. It's the it's the Panthers and the Bucks. Panthers on the road getting what, three and a half or four? You said four. Four, yeah, that's right. I love the I think everyone's gonna be on Tampa, right? Everybody's gonna think, oh, Brady's gotta win this to win the division. If they lose to the Panthers, they could lose the division, which is true. But mm-hmm. How are they going to stop the Panthers? Last time it was a thrashing. Remember, that was our, one of our double-digit home dogs early in the year, and that's when I said we were going to put it on layaway and see how those things do. Well, yep. they've been great. Right. And obviously the odds makers are uh, paying attention to the Panthers because now on the road they're six points better than they were the first time around. So that tells you a lot. Yep. A lot of respect for the Panthers who just ran all over a couple of teams in a row. They did have a little – down stretch there, but they're back, it looks like. And they can defend the ball, too. They've, their defense has been playing pretty solid. It wouldn't surprise me if this game played out just like the the Bucks cardinals game last week, which I think the score you nailed, something mm-hmm. like 19-16 to 16 again. Uh, you know, Brady finds a way to win, but Panthers are going to give them everything they can handle, and it's going to be – with a lot, a lot of emotion, a lot on the line. I don't see the Bucks running away with it. So give me four points. Give me the, give me the road dog. Yeah. No, I like it. I mean, this this has a lot of the same vibes as like the Steelers and Ravens. You know, where it's a division game late. Both teams. You th- you talk about the Bucks. You know, potentially winning the division. Well, the Panthers. It's the same scenario for them, right? I mean, it, it, they can still win this division so it's no guarantee or gimme that um tom brady and the bucks are going to take this division so i i completely agree with you and like we said with the steelers and the ravens i mean maybe the panthers don't win the thing but should be super close could be 21 20 22 to 19 you know something mm-hmm. something like that so um i'm with you I, I like the the panthers getting some points here you want to talk about the other games we uh touched on that we almost went with yeah, let, let's just Real quick. sort of rapid fire throw out, you know, one of the things we've talked about in this podcast throughout our one year of existence is just kind of letting the listeners hear the thought process. And, and you know, even if these aren't games that we liked enough to put on our list, we were close on the Bears, right? Getting six against the Lions. And the thought mm-hmm. is the Bears have been playing teams close, you know, that not every week, of course. They're not one of the better teams in the league. but uh, And then the Lions, I mean, just some of the the sheen has kind of come off of that team uh, over the last couple of weeks. So, uh, and, and again, it's a division game. Um, the Bears are on the road here, but, you know, a lot of those division games play out pretty close. It, it's one of those things where the, the Lions are just in that state of, they had a bad game. A lot of teams have been doing this recently. They'll go on a little streak. And then they have a terrible game. 
like the Jaguars did this, had a terrible game in the middle of their run, and they're still good. Mm-hmm. Right? I think the Lions are probably – they just had that bad game last week against Carolina, gave up 300 yards rushing, which is still crazy to yeah. me. Uh, but I think they're going to bounce. You know, I think personally the Lions are going to cover this spread. But mm-hmm. I can see how people want the Bears because Fields just runs crazy, and Khalil Herbert should have a good game, and, you know, both teams are going to run it pretty well. So but I, I just like Goff in the passing game to take down the bears. Yeah. And then we talked about the, uh, the Patriots Mm. giving two against the dolphins. And I think our thought process here is just both teams are, I mean, both teams are reeling, you know, the dolphins have lost four in a row. The Patriots have lost four out of five. So it's hard to have great confidence in either team. Right. But, you know, we were contemplating the Patriots here. It's at home. You know, the Dolphins, it really just kind of feels like they're about cooked for the season. Tua's out, another concussion. But we, we couldn't quite come to consensus on this one either. Yeah, this is a this is a super tough one. Um, I feel like we've lost a bunch of times betting on the Patriots at home and the Belichick mystique doesn't seem to happen. Plus, their defense has given up oodles of yards and points lately. So I think Teddy B gets the job done. I, I, I'm going with the Dolphins to break the slide here. So, you know, that would be my lean, but it's not good enough to beat the other five that we have on our card. So, yeah, it'll be a fun and, game to take take note of, though. Right. And then we talked about the Eagles mm-hmm. giving five and a half against the Saints. And, you know, once again, you've got a backup quarterback. Minchu, your guy Minchu is in there for the, <laughs> the Eagles. But we, we kind of talked about, you know, the Saints are just a terrible road team. Yeah. Um, they they seem to muster up a little something when they're at home, especially if it's like a prime time or Monday night game at home. You know, this one they're on the road, and the Eagles just kind of need to get themselves back on track. They still have, you know, everything to play for for that number one seed. Yeah, I think the Eagles probably. I mean, the Eagles. We have been on the wrong side of the Eagles every time this year. It's crazy, but that's why probably why we're gun shy on picking them. But I think the Eagles roll yep. in this game. Like they probably just blow out the saints. I'm sorry to say, but you know, I don't want your team to lose, but I just think it's not a good spot for them at all. Yeah. So we, we should probably touch on the big game on Monday night just for, you know, I was thinking the same thing. We really didn't talk about this much, but we got the bills and the, and the Bengals. I'm leaning Bengals here. I mean, the, the bills mm-hmm. have continued winning, but the Bengals just look to, to be, you know, rounding back into that Super Bowl form. Right. And I think they're still tr- vying for that number one seed, right? So, I mean, they've got a lot of motivation here. Yeah. Um, Both of them are, really. I mean, this is yeah. this is pretty huge. And two and three matters, too, because they could face each other yeah. in the next round, of, not the first round of the playoffs, but the second round of the playoffs. With That's right. The winner of this game gets home field against the other. So, yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. So uh, are you leaning Bengals also or? Yeah, I'm leaning Bengals. I just love, uh, love the burrow and the defense and then just playing just like last year. Like they just have the magic yeah. rolling again. The bills, even though they flexed their running game last week, you know, they've tried to show off their running game. I, I don't think it, I think they're going to hit a brick wall this weekend. Yeah. Uh, and Allen's going to be forced to do some great things, which he probably will do, but it won't be enough. So, right. Well, but on that note, and maybe this is where we can wrap up our discussion Mm-hmm. Our Kevin Kev Fantasy League. Oh, the right. championship game, which I am in, 
Yes. Comes down to that quarterback matchup on Monday night. It's really kind of a poetic fitting way to end the year, but uh, I have yeah, Josh yeah. Allen. Uh, he's been the, the MVP, the anchor uh, of my team all season long. And um, my opponent in the title game, Packers in our league. So tip of the cap to you for getting this far, but he's got Joe Burrow. So it's really, that's pretty yeah. much the matchup right there. And we'll, we'll see. I'm hoping, um, Josh Allen has a big, I, I expect both of them are going to have big games really. So yeah, it's funny the Josh Allen and, and the Joe Burrow matchup is in three of the leagues I'm in that's in the championship game as those quarterbacks. So yeah, very neat, very, uh, apropos. And, uh, I hope you can bring the, bring the title home for the, you know, for the podcast because I know. Yeah. Fingers have, crossed. To, I mean, of all the things that have sort of gone, gone awry for us this season, I do take, at least a small measure of pride in, uh, you know, both of us performed well in that fantasy league. And, you know, for me to have been the number one seed really all season long and now in yeah. the championship game, I think uh, that at least says something. I mean, it's, it's a 14 team league, you know, and, and um, mm -hmm. pretty competitive. So I think uh, the, the listeners can take some solace in the fact that we're decent fantasy football players. Yeah, I, and I have a chance at third place, so <laughs> there's always that. Well, and you're doing well in your other leagues, um, so. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Good that luck maybe... to everyone out there in their uh, finals this weekend. This is a big weekend for fantasy, so good yeah. luck if you're still alive. This is, this is the big week. Maybe next year we'll concentrate a little bit more on fantasy because we, I think we've done better at that than we have our picks for the, yeah. for the most part. But, but we, we may have to talk about a format change a little bit for the picks, but. Whatever. This has been fun. It was a good exercise, at least. So yeah. But five and zero, oh, five and zero oh, coming up. That's right, five and zero. Oh. Well, let's let's rehash the picks. We got the Texans getting four mm -hmm. against the Jags. We got the Packers giving three against the Vikings. We got the Steelers getting two at the Ravens. We got the Commanders giving two against the Browns, and we got the Panthers getting four against the Bucks. I like it. We have a, a nice mix of mm -hmm. favorites and dogs and home teams and road teams. So. Some, something's bound to come through for us. The Kevin. magic combination is out there somewhere. That's right. That's right. All right, my man. Well, listen, happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year. Be safe, be prosperous. And to all the listeners, happy new year as well. And stick with us. we got a lot of fun things coming in. Uh, what's it going to be? 2023. See you in the new year. Kev out. Kev out. <laughs>